Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Kyle Alexander. He's a retirement income planning specialist at Mach 1 Financial Group serving you in Northwest Arkansas. As always, we invite you to check out the team online at mock-onefinancial.com. That's mock-the-number-one-financial.com. A great resource to learn more about retirement, to hear past shows. Again, that's mock-onefinancial.com, mock-the-number-one-financial.com. Kyle, welcome to the show. How are you today? Mark, I'm doing great, man. I appreciate you asking. And uh, just for fun, I know a lot of people get some confusion about this, but mock is actually spelled M-A-C-H. It is. And there's a little trivia about this. It's not mock as in M-O-C-K, I'm going to make fun of you or mock you, right? M-A-C-H, meaning Mach 1, is actually the speed of sound. And a little little interesting tidbit of information, a uh, Professor Mach from, I believe it was Austria, at the turn of the century between the 1800s and 1900s, he actually took a photo of a bullet and it showed it breaking the speed of sound for the first time ever with a high-speed camera or as rudimentary as it was back then. And so they named the speed of sound after him. How about that? That is interesting. I'm actually Googling it right now to take a look at this photo to try to find the original. Of course, it comes up with all sorts of things, but that's right. It is. <laughs> Be careful. It, <laughs> that's right. Be careful what you look for on yeah. the internet out there. But uh, that is right. It's mock M-A-C-H. So when you go to the website, remember, mock like mock speed, not mocking someone. We're not making fun of anyone here on this show. No, no. No, we don't want to do that. <laughs> Never do that. Never do that. But we do want to take your questions. We love doing that on the show. And so today, I want to reach into our mailbag and just see kind of what's come in over the course of the last month or so. And let's start off with Fred in Centerton. Fred says, I'm retiring in two years, but I'll probably live another 30 years. Man, guy's optimistic. I like that. So it seems like I shouldn't be invested very conservatively if I have three more decades ahead of me, right? Yeah, Fred, that really depends on you. I don't know if you've ever actually had a financial advisor who has provided a, a good overview or understanding of your risk tolerance, right? A lot of times your financial advisor, in almost 100% of all cases, if you have a, a fiduciary, they need to take the time to understand what your actual risk tolerance is and conduct a risk assessment to determine your actual tolerance for risk. Now, I say all that to say uh, that's kind of a first step to say, well, hey, you know, does it even make sense for me from a personality profile to take a bunch of risk? Can I even withstand it from a psychological standpoint? So these are things that you might want to consider. And of course, you know, an advisor, once they know your tolerance for risk, can put together a good portfolio that actually reflects your desire and your tolerance for for taking risk in the market. So I say all that to say, you know what? It very well could be that you're not taking enough risk for you. But I would also caution you and say that if you really think you're going to live another 30 years, you might better think about making sure you don't lose that nest egg when you're not having income to replace the money that you're withdrawing. And that's why it's so important to really understand, you know, what your drawdowns are going to look like and uh, understand what your returns might be in the future so you don't outpace your, you know, compounding interest and the returns on your investments over time. And so that's why a good financial planner 
might conduct a retirement analysis for you and help you understand the math around that. So, you know, you could be moderate, conservative, aggressive, or something in between. And uh, a good advisor will look across all of their spectrum of investment options and uh, and make a recommendation to you that's that's unique to your your profile. In any event, I would say also that the closer that you are to retirement and the older you are, again, means that you should probably be taking less risk than you did when you were in your 30s, right? Just because of the, the couple of points that I made earlier. And, uh, you know, you can't make up for losses without a salary as easily as you could when you were making money and you're working. I mean, I know that sounds like common sense, but a lot of people don't think about it that way. And, uh, you know, and the other piece of the puzzle is you might not have as many years as you think, or you might have a whole lot more years than you think. And so preparing for the longer haul is always wise because you don't want to run out of money when you're 90 and there's no way to replenish that. You know, that's that's a problem. People can ill afford major losses and the recovery time for that is just hard to do. So uh, the, the point of all this is you really don't have to take a ton of risk to get a decent return. And if you build the right portfolio of investments for your needs and your financial goals, you know, they don't all have to be 100% correlated to the market and strive to get, you know, double digit returns all the time. Sometimes it makes sense to really, you know, focus on things that are not correlated or highly correlated to each other or the market. And so you can come up with a diversified strategy or set of strategies, I should say, that uh, that don't always trend with the market, either up or down. And, you know, you could potentially solve this problem if you build the right portfolio that basically has a group of investments that do different things in various types of markets. And so they don't always trend in the same direction. So this is something that actually can be done. Most people don't know that. And a lot of times people miss the opportunity to build the right kind of portfolio in retirement. So the other and last thing I'll say about it is the if you have confidence that this current almost decade-long bull market is going to continue, you might indeed be right. And a conservative approach uh, might not be the right answer for you, right? And you're not taking enough risk because you want to have those those high returns and things of that nature. But I don't know about you. I don't have a crystal ball. And uh, my feeling is that, you know, a decade old bull market probably will come to an end sooner rather than later. And if it does when you're in retirement and you've taken a bunch of risk, you might be going back to work. And we don't want that. And uh, I want to make sure that you understand your risk tolerance. And uh, I want to make sure that you make good decisions. And if you want to spend some time with us, we'd be more than happy to sit down with you and do a risk assessment and understand your true financial risk tolerance and make some good decisions uh, along with you for for building a, a plan in retirement. And that's what we do. We do it every day and uh, certainly would like to help you. You know, doesn't cost a thing. And of course, there's never any obligation. And, uh, you know, in the end, hopefully you come up with a better answer than than guessing. And that's really not the place you want to be when you're in retirement. That's right. What's the old saying? You want to make sure that your money outlives you, not the other way around. So that's right. So that's Fred, right. we are, uh, we hope that you get those 30 years, of course, if, man, you'd be in your nineties. That, that'd be pretty impressive. I actually had a couple of grandparents who lived to be in their nineties and yeah. My grandfather smoked two packs of cigarettes a day. So <laughs> I, I have to think that if you are living healthily, 
in this day and age that you can easily attain that if he could attain that smoking two packs of cigarettes a day. But you do have to plan for that, make sure you're prepared. And of course, I know that you and the team at Mach 1 can help folks like Fred to do that. All you have to do is reach out to the team and call 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. Thanks for your question, Fred. Let's move on now to Carrie and Rogers. Carrie says, what's going to happen with tax rates in the future? I've always assumed they'll be going up for the rest of my life, but now I'm thinking maybe they'll go down giving recent decisions in the White House. What do you think? Hey, Carrie, I think you were actually in our recent Trump tax plan and your retirement educational program that we had over at uh, NWAC. The name sounds familiar, and uh, and I appreciate you giving me such a softball of a question given uh, the fact that we've just gone through this with a large percentage of folks who are interested. So here's what we're talking about for those of you who aren't familiar. There have been a number of adjustments with the tax code for 2018 going forward through 2025, and it's a it's a short-term thing, relatively speaking. All of these are, you know, positioned to sunset in 2025. So we know that there are some interesting and inherent advantages, at least for the next year or so, to make different decisions regarding your taxes if you understand the tax code and how it will impact you. So all of this uh, passed in December or roughly beginning of January. It was all cleared through Congress. And so it's called the uh, Tax Cut and Jobs Act. Okay. So with that being said, let me jump into the question specifically. So it truly is a matter of perspective, whether you think taxes are going to continue going up or perhaps they might in fact go down based on some political thing. And first of all, we'll disclose I'm not a CPA and I do not have a crystal ball about future tax rates, but I do have a personal opinion based on three key pieces of data or trends that we look at that make me believe that taxes will probably be higher in the future than they are today. So number one, we are at historically low tax rates for the level of debt that we have, which by the way is over $20 trillion, right? And I'm sure a lot of you hear about this on the radio and news and other things. So And as a side note, right after World War II, I think it was 1946, the highest tax bracket for the highest wage earners was about 95%. Again, that's a 95% tax bracket. Okay. Think about that for a minute. And I think for 2018, if memory serves, the highest tax bracket for joint filers is 37%. uh, Again, for married filing jointly. So again, Low tax rates relative to what I guess they could be in a highly uh, leveraged and in-debt environment like World War II. So low tax rates currently, that's a good thing. We don't know how long they're going to last, though. And so it involves some planning, right, if you're going to take advantage of that. So let me move ahead to the next fact, if you want to call it that. We're cutting taxes right now, left and right. And we saw that in the, uh, the new tax plan. We're also engaging in even more debt for military spending. And of course, we're trying to do a lot of things with infrastructure enhancements in this country, which are well, well overdue and much needed for our country to continue to grow and prosper. So you add that to an aging population with ever increasing medical cost, and someday someone is going to have to pay for all of those expenses and to begin to pay down that debt. At least in my mind, that's what you would want to do, right? And I don't know when that's going to happen. 
And I don't know when the bell will toll and we'll start having to do those things and tighten our belts. But there are a couple of ways you can do that, right? If you need to start paying down the debt, one is to expand the economy and help pay it off that way. Or two, raise taxes and help offset some of these expenditures and debts. So chances are we're probably going to have to do both in order to get out of that situation. But of course, time will tell. So it's a new world out there and who knows how long we can get this to work, right? The way it has been in the past decade. And finally, number three, we have a wildly polarized political and cultural environment as everyone on this show knows. And depending on the party in control, this tax plan, the one that we just put in place for 2018 through 2025, you know, it's not going to last. It's not going to last forever. And what could happen is exactly what the new administration has tried to do with the Obamacare plan. And and these tax benefits could go away quickly. So you just don't know. So with all of this in mind, Carrie, plus a lot on aging demographics and consumer spending that I'm not going to go into today. My opinion is that, again, these tax rates will likely be much higher than they are today by the time you retire and I retire. If you would like, I'd be more than happy to provide a copy of the key Trump tax plan changes in a white paper that we put together that we can send to you. And in fact, anybody that's listening, they're more than welcome to request a copy of this. I just think it's a it's a really good summary of what's happening with the new tax plan from 2018 to 2025 and uh, could give you some really good guidance on making some of these more difficult decisions with your retirement planning as well as investment planning. So uh, I encourage you to go out to our website again. It's M-A-C-H-Mock-The-Digit-1-Financial.com. And just go to our comments section or contact us section and request a copy of that white paper on the Trump tax plan. Easy. We'd love to send it to you. We won't harass you or bother you. We'd love for you to get the information and have it to make some good decisions. Again, that's mock-1financial.com, mock-the-number-1financial.com. Just go to the contact us page, put in your information, request your copy of the Trump tax plan at mock-1financial.com. And Kyle, in that same line of thinking, I know you've also got an upcoming seminar or an upcoming educational event about the Trump tax plan and how it affects you, the consumer. Yeah, actually, that's true. So in May, we will have early May, we'll have another event, uh, much like the one we just finished at uh, NWAC about the Trump tax plan and all the changes that are going on for the tax code from 2018 to 2025. And we certainly hope you can attend that. It's going to be awesome. We have some amazing information a uh, great presenter, and quite honestly, it's two hours well spent. doesn't cost anything, and all you have to do is go to our webpage. Again, we'll call it out, mock-1financial.com, to our event section, and be on the lookout for that event and sign up, and uh, we'd love to have you there. Hopefully, you can attend, and you can get all this information and more. Ask all the questions you want to the degree that we can answer them. We will, and hopefully, it's of assistance to our community. That's right. The Trump Tax Plan Retirement and You. Great chance to learn more about taxes and how they will affect you in retirement. All you got to do, again, is go over to mock-1financial.com to sign up. That's mock-1financial.com. Sign up for the class. You can also get the paper on the Trump Tax Plan as well. A lot of great educational options there for you. It's all at mock-1financial.com. One more time, mock-1financial.com. I'm Mark Haywood, and this is the Mach 1 Market Moment.
Advisory services offered through Fusion Capital Management, which is registered as an investment advisor with the SEC and only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or is excluded or exempted from registration requirements. SEC registration does not constitute an endorsement of the firm by the commission and does not imply that the advisor has achieved a particular level of skill or ability. Please consult your financial advisor as many financial and insurance products have associated fees. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.